Everyone has opinions. Most of them are trash. Join us each week as we get to the bottom of the heap, sifting through topics ranging from pop culture to Pop-Tarts. In the end, only one trash talker will reign refuse supreme. Disagree? Too bad. Welcome to Your Opinion is Trash. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> Every episode should start with insane cat sex dance. <laughs> Happy New Year! Happy New Year, everyone! Happy New Year! We just had a little bit the of cats a... cats are celebrating! Yeah, we just had a false start because it sounded like my, my one of my cats was either... She was just having, having a good time! I mean, extreme pleasure. Having a or, great time. Or, or pain. There she is. Hey, no. All, All right. right. What's up, everyone? How's it going? Well, it's going well it's here. New Year. It's, I'm a new Claire. <laughs> new Year, new Claire. In 2021, you're a new Claire? Whole new Claire. I, I, all of my cells have replaced the cells from 2020. Thank God. I'm glad we got rid of all those 2020 cells. Uh, welcome, everyone, Just to this week's... <laughs> welcome, everyone, to Your Opinion is Trash. Yes. We're doing it's it. It's garbage. Shauna, you can talk. Stop being silent. It's more weird that you're not oh. saying things. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Right. Yeah. We, we like you to have the sound of, of, of actual human beings on the, the pod. <laughs> Well, I haven't introduced you yet, but you're just sitting there in a box on Zoom on silent. It's real weird that you're not talking to anybody. Um, anyway. It was already going exactly as I thought it would. I really dig it. Super. Um, so, yeah, I'm Natalie. AJ is here. We are at his house. That's right. We are joined on Zoom with Claire and our special guest for the weekend. Yay! It's Shauna Leone. She's our friend. Hello, Shauna Leone. Shauna, as you may or may not know, is incredibly famous in the New York fashion world. Boy, is she. For Shauna. just walking down the street and looking good. Yes, yes. You may have seen Shauna in such places as the deli, the yep. subway, sure. or on one of the avenues. Correct. All of those things are true. Yes. All of them. Um, Shauna. I feel like I've seen her in one of those locations. Yeah, probably. Or eating copious amounts of cookies slash ice cream somewhere. Yes. So I've definitely seen her doing yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Shauna is a costume designer. She's very fashionable. She sort of looks like a very cute Muppet. It's a good thing that she's here this week doing our show with us because this week we're discussing which is the best Muppet. Now, exactly. Yeah. Can we get some history as, like, for people that don't know what is a Muppet? Yeah. It sure sounds like a puppet, but it starts with an M. It does. So Jim Henson at one point said that it was a combination of the words marionette and puppet. Oh. 
He said that, oh. and then he later recanted that. So I don't know what that means. <laughs> he said, "He said I was totally high when I said that." So yeah, I don't know. Ignore everything. I don't know why he would have done that, but but that's that. I mean, I'm happy to give some information that I have on the Muppets. Yes, please. Do you want to open your Vizzy though? Oh yes. A word from our sponsors. This week we're sponsored by Vizzy. They're sponsored by Vizzy, which is. Um, it's a it, it's a type of it's a pre colonoscopy beverage that is, is uh, meant to clear it. the system it's and um, hopefully I'm not supposed to eat anything before tomorrow and then the camera should just glide through as if as if nothing were stopping it. Well, I can't wait for Keith to be back and he can do this. Ah, busy. <laughs> Thank you. I can feel myself. It's wait like a, a water slide inside of me already. It's just a hard seltzer. Like I usual. hate to interrupt. <laughs> The Zoom is breaking up a lot, and I, yeah. you're having a colonoscopy tomorrow. Well, um, I'm considering it, so I'm having, um, I'm having a pre-colonoscopy uh, cocktail. Just He's not, and, just in case. And now we've talked about this for way longer than I, I wanted to talk about it. So please don't ask AJ about things like colonoscopies or what he's doing with his life because it goes off on a tangent that we don't need. He's just drinking a hard seltzer. It's all fine. All right, but if you get a video of it, I want to see it. (laughs) Oh, everything's really bad with the internet today, and nothing is working. So this is all going really well. (laughs) I don't know what to do about that, but we'll just keep trying to do as best as we can. Um, Anyway, the Muppets, I'm going to do information now. Yes, research, please. The Muppets are an ensemble cast of puppet characters known for an absurdist, burlesque, and self-reverential style of variety sketch comedy. They were created by Jim Henson in 1955. They are the namesakes of the Disney-owned media franchise that encompasses television, film, music, and other media associated with the characters. The Muppets originated in the short-form television series Sam and Friends, which aired from 1955 to 1961. And then they began appearing on Sesame Street, and they attained celebrity status and international recognition through The Muppet Show, which received four Emmy Awards and 21 nominations during its five-year run. Then, you know, they made a bunch of movies, as Claire talks in-depthly about on the movie musical episode. Um, And then in uh, 2004, Disney acquired the Muppets, and it allowed all of the characters to gain broader public exposure because Disney owns everything. Yeah, it was like a... And they exploit everything. What a nice nice euphemistic verb. They acquired the Muppets. Disney gobbles up everything, like like the fierce corporate empire that they are. Yeah, they just... You know, acquired the Muppets, more like a forceful takeover uh, of of an imperial strategy. Yeah. But go ahead. Yes. So, and then in their six-decade career, the Muppets have been regarded as a staple of the entertainment industry and pop culture, being recognized by various cultural institutions and organizations, including the American Film Institute, uh, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, the Library of Congress, and they collectively have their own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Wow. So the Muppets are a big deal. Oh, collectively. Yeah, and they also were like... Jim Henson originally, like, intended this to be for adults, not children. Which. Well, I think that's the. Yeah, um, I don't. 
I don't, I don't want to be uh, an AJ and sidebar at the top, but in my researching, I learned that one of the two pilots that the Muppets pitched, one of them was called The Muppet Show, colon, Sex and Violence. Violence, yes. <laughs> I saw that too. I and, want to see that episode. <laughs> I know, right? And it, was, it was a half-hour variety special that was parodying the pol- proliferation of sex and violence on television. And uh, real quick, Nigel, Sam the Eagle, Floyd, um, and others did a pageant based on the seven deadly sins with Muppets representing envy, anger, gluttony, vanity, lust, avarice, and sloth. Wow. Wow. Who was lust? And I, I mean, Piggy. Oh, naturally. (laughs) Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Why, she could be gluttony, too. Uh, Or vanity. Or, or vanity. vanity. Actually, Miss really Piggy probably awesome. embodies every of the seven deadly sins. Yeah, I think sins. she's just one big grouping. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, that's very interesting. Lust was probably Sam the Eagle. <laughs> I mean, those eyebrows. Come on. <laughs> As a child, I had a big crush on Scooter, so I vote for Scooter for once. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. Scooter was Hot. Doesn't Scooter that didn't Scooter have like a sister or something that looks very similar to Scooter? Skeeter. 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 Yeah, Scooter and Skeeter. Skeeter. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's, but I think Skeeter was Skeeter just uh was she created for Muppet Babies or was Muppet she a, Babies? Yeah. Oh, just like Muppet Babies with the with the woman that was the giant pair of legs. Remember? There was a giant pair of legs woman. The nanny. Nanny. I thought it was Nana. It was Nanny. Yeah, nanny. Her, her name was Nanny. That's right. And the scale was way off. Like, the Muppet Babies would have been, like, itty-bitty. This big. They would have been tiny little nuggets. Well, really, if we think... They're so cute. I loved Muppet Babies. Well, if you think about it, if a Muppet were to give birth, right? Because a Muppet is approximately, (laughs) we'll say, waist-high, then the Muppet Baby might be about the size of an egg. Maybe. Not Sweetums. No? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how all that works. Do you think the baby comes out of the handhole? I don't know why you had to ask that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or or like frogs, they just the eggs come out of their mouth. Yeah, <laughs> is that how frogs get rid of their eggs? What? Isn't it? Did I make that up? <laughs> anatomy like i have no idea i never dissected a frog in high school because i refused to so i don't know anything about their anatomy let's scrap the muppet topic and just talk about how different animals reproduce (laughs) yeah yeah. today's topic should be about amphibians the best reproductive methods (laughs) i don't like any of this all right let's move along well we will be talking about a frog but a felt one in probably a, a few minutes maybe i don't know so i'm just gonna uh start off real fast saying i don't have like a really strong opinion on the best Muppet. The only Muppet I was willing to argue was Pepe the Prawn, and I don't have anything to say about him except that he's fucking awesome, because he's a fucking spicy, angry he shrimp. Awesome. And I love him. And, like, he may be probably... He might be he Pepe the Prawn? King Prawn. King Prawn, he's excuse king me. Prawn. Oh king Prawn. King Prawn. So, he's... And he's probably slightly problematic at this point in the day, so, like... Because it's, like... A whole lot of uh, Latino, um, just, what are the words I'm looking for? Stereotypes. So, not great. Super not great. Oh, I thought he 
he was French. I think he's French. No, I think you're both wrong. No, I like, don't know. Too. I like, think he he's was, French he's one Spanish. Of many rapisty peppies. I don't. I mean, I, I think he's French. I think he's French Canadian. I don't oh, think he's French that, that, and that's where the offensive element comes in. That's where the offensive element comes in. It's the Canadian portion yeah, that not, is always offensive. I'm not sure any, especially of you are when mouthed by a my, by a crustacean. Um, his name, his full Christian name, is Pepino Rodrigo Serrano Gonzalez. So every one of you can fuck right <laughs> off. Oh. Not French, anyway. You're absolutely right. Well, I think that Jono was confusing him for Pepe I, Le Pew, I, yeah. the, the skunk. No, you're all wrong. It says right here in his yeah, Wikipedia Pepe page. Pepe really threw me for a loop. Nationality, Spanish. Says it right there. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, I just watched Muppets from Space in preparation for this, which he has a large role in. And he I does, yes. fully thought he was French the whole that time. That is an well, interesting choice in film to prepare <laughs> Oh, because I watched all of them. Oh, damn. Oh, okay, good. Good, 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 Well, I don't know what that says about you people who thought he was French, but um, that's my choice. I have no argument for it. I just fucking like him. He's a giant prawn, and I love shrimp and prawns. I like them all. He's a newer Muppet. 1996. 1996. Yeah, that's when he was introduced. Relatively newer. 96? Muppet you'd most want to eat? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm going with. The only other one I like, the only other one that I like feel really deeply about is, um, oh, now I can't, uh, the, the one who was always with, uh, getting exploded in the, he was like always like lighting on fire in the, uh, Fozzie? No, in the science experiments. Bunsen and Beaker. Beaker. I couldn't oh, think of Beaker. The little guy who's got, he's a, me, me. That was, oh, yeah. I just liked it because it was, he was always just being almost killed. And I thought that was funny. Um, but yeah. I thought you were talking about the little dude who's always trying to blow up shit. Oh. I like him too. <laughs> so, so that's really all I have to say. I don't need to go into any more arguments about life. I'm going to let other people do that. So, um, Claire, would you like to start? Oh, sure. I'd be delighted. Um, I Here's the thing. I regret that I'm going first because I'm definitely going to win because I have the best one. And I just like, I this was a gut reaction when I was asked uh, which Muppet to pick. I picked this Muppet and then in research, all of my research corroborated the fact that I had picked the correct best Muppet. Love it. Um, love it. Pepe the, Pepe the Prawn aside, uh, <laughs> who is... Wonderful in his own right, but he's younger than me, so I have no respect for him. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very fair reasoning. (laughs) I often Uh, have no respect for people who are younger than me. Yeah, really anything after 1985 is not deserving of any respect. It's a really fair argument, Claire. I can't argue with that. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I'm I'm going with um, one of... One of the, like, original, original Muppets. I believe the second Muppet to ever be created. I think the first was Kermit. But this was the first Muppet to ever achieve fame before Kermit, uh, even, if you can believe it. Because this Muppet was featured in a 1962 Purina dog food ad. I'm, of course, talking about Ralph. Ralph the piano playing dog. And I. He loves Beethoven. Um, I found this wonderful little uh, um, 
like byline for him that says, Ralph is a graduate of Ralph Barker's obedience and music school where he majored in piano playing, punning, and fetching. <laughs> fetching is such a is great such verb. A lovely, a lovely descriptor. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, he was performed originally by Jim Henson. So Jim Henson was Kermit and also Ralph. And Jim Henson did the head and the left arm, I believe, and Frank Oz did the right arm um, mm. in the earliest days. Um, how, do you, how do you think Ralph it feels? How do you think it feels to be the just the one arm? Like, is there a lot of respect so there? Good. You're just the one arm. Like, if one guy's doing the voice and another arm, and you're like, and then you're approached and you're like, hey, would you mind just doing the right arm? Do you think that's an insult? Yeah, but you but you can just like really focus on the one task. I feel like that's very that, that kind of thing is very good for me to compartmentalize. Yeah, and just be the the arm. I think I'd be much happier just being a, like a like a single arm of a Muppet. Well, the next the next time I watch yeah. it, I'm gonna pay careful attention to Rolf's right arm to see if it like you know if 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 Frank Oz no. is really overcompensating for his kind of like short shrift. <laughs> It's like a, well, like a really well, active let me, arm. let me save you some trouble because that that setup was actually only the case back when Ralph was the musical uh, like band leader sort of character mm. on a show called the Jimmy Dean Variety Show. My goodness. Uh, which was hosted by a country music singer. And there's a very charming video. I, I recommend everybody look it up on YouTube. It's them singing You Are My Sunshine. And Jim Henson just makes Jimmy Dean like laugh until he's crying and he can't sing, and it's so cute. Aww. Is it like Jimmy um, Dean, the Breakfast Sausage King? I feel like all Jimmy Deans are related somehow. <laughs> okay, yeah. all right, good. That makes sense. They have a, they have a rich lineage, the Deans. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yep, that all but, sounds great. Uh, but then, so so the original puppet. The original puppet kind of functioned differently than the puppet that then went on to be on The Muppet Show, which then was like one puppeteer with both arms playing the piano and then Jim Henson doing the head and the voice. Oh, okay. Um, so let's see. Uh, according to Henson's original notes, Ralph was also almost called Barkley or Woofington or Barkus or Howlington or Waggington or Beowulf. Beowulf. Wow. Way to way to go down the the path of like the English epic poem. Beowulf. That's those are all. Yeah. I mean, he has a he has a he has a real sophistication to him, you know. He's he's a he's a moodier spirit. He has a different energy than the other <laughs> Muppets. He's not like crazy all over the place. He's like kind of brooding, you know. I don't want to say sexy, but sexy. Go ahead and say um, it. Let it rip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and he's got he's got that something special, that Ralph. Yeah. He also has a very hard name to say, which yeah. I adore. Ralph's, Ralph's definitely not the Muppet that you may walk into the bar with, but he's definitely the one you go home with. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, you know, Ralph yeah, is definitely, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's in the, in the bed the next morning. I wish he, I like all Absolutely. the names with tons at the end of them. And I sort of wish we would have gotten like a Waggington or a Wolfington or something ridiculous like yeah. that. But there's an all dog parade in well, New Orleans there called is Barkus. Another dog. Yeah. Barkus, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> well, there's another dog whose name is Baskerville, I think. Oh. So I think he got the the more like English Pre- prestigious English sounding name. Yeah. Baskerville is the one <laughs> yeah. that looks more like a bloodhound, isn't it? Am yes. I am yeah. I right, Shauna? My yeah. my human Wikipedia of Muppets is that correct? <laughs> You know, I'm actually not uh, <gasps> sure about that. Uh, well, she also thought Pepe sure was French. Shauna doesn't know <laughs> like anything about the Muppets. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> that was after, like, recently watching them. Maybe I just don't know enough about French people. French people? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I think it's hilarious. Quarantine has left us all very isolated, you know? we It's been a while since we've had experiences with other cultures. It's true. <laughs> Claire, are there more exciting things you'd like to add about uh, Ralph? Oh my god, I have I have reams of notes. <laughs> Great. Um, so so yeah, uh, basically Rolf was the first Muppet to become to have like national exposure, and that was what allowed Jim Henson to develop his like stable of Muppets. So basically without Ralph, we have nothing. Um, he he is what laid the groundwork for all Muppets. Wow. Um, he was originally in the pitch reel for Sesame Street, but he never appeared on Sesame Street because he was an older gentleman. He had other things to do. Sure. <laughs> I think I think that I think that Ralph was probably too adult and maybe too violent for Sesame Street. Yeah, he was really he was more the sex and violence side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know, I, he I, was also in one of my very favorite. Well, I want to say for our viewers that there's a lot of hesitation in the sound this week. Well, I was going to try and get Matt to fix that. Oh, well, I was going to, well, I'm just here to acknowledge that it's, you know, I want you to think of it like when, you know, you're on like, uh, you know, meet the press and there's like, there's audio issues, you know, so, you know, we all have problems. So if we're, if we're not, if we're trying to be respectful of one another, we apologize. (laughs) Uh, But, but go ahead, Claire. But, but of course, go ahead. Yes, please. Jump right over. We certainly do all have problems. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Sorry, I, I, was that directed at me? Am I interrupting too much? I just get excited. No, no um, one's interrupting at all. There just is. There's long pauses in between when AJ or I talk because the Zoom is on lag, and AJ felt the need to mention that instead of us just trying to get Matt to fix it. <laughs> So, I gotcha. So there's brief pauses, um, not overlapping. Well, uh, what, what I was saying was that the Rolf is on my favorite, or he is pivotal in one of my favorite sketches from The Muppet Show, which was the, like, soap opera veterinarian's hospital sketch, in which Miss Piggy and Janice are, like, the nurses, and Rolf is just this, like, punny doctor named Dr. Bob who just fucks everything up and I find it so like simplistic and charming and wonderful and he also would have like tons of sketches where he's just playing the piano and like riffing at the piano or like interacting with somebody while playing some sort of beautiful like fur Elise or something and a bust of Beethoven is like falling asleep and he's trying to keep the bust awake and it's just like physical comedy but in a very limited scope so it feels to me very like technically excellent the way it's all pulled off and it's so hilarious and fun um in 1979 in the muppet movie 
there's a song between Ralph and Kermit called I Hope That Something Better Comes Along. And this was the first time that Jim Henson <laughs> performed with himself. Uh, and I think that that's fantastic. Um, and what else do I want to say? Um, after Jim Henson died, uh, Ralph continued to appear in Muppet Productions, but he was silent and he was usually in them very briefly. He might be playing the piano, but he didn't speak because it was sort of like a memorial for Jim Henson. But eventually he was replaced. I think by Muppets in Space, there's a replacement. Um, a guy named Bill Beretta replaced him eventually. Oh, he but does Pepe the, the prawn. Oh, yeah, you can oh, hear Bill it. Does? You can hear it. It has, it, has oh, the gravel, it has the gravel voice in both of them. Yeah, that's the same guy who does Pepe. Um, <laughs> and okay, I, I only have like two more things to say about Ralph. Again, because I'm right. Um... <laughs> I found this magnificent quote from puppeteer Steve Whitmire, who uh, did the arms for Ralph once he was on The Muppet Show because Frank Oz was busy doing Piggy and, and others. Um, but he said, one of my favorite things to do ever in my career has been to do Ralph's hands on the piano, which is something that other people had done. But once I started doing it, I kind of have done it ever since. It's the best job in the world for somebody who sort of plays the piano, but would really like to play the piano well. <laughs> just approximate what it's supposed to be and make it look kind of good. <laughs> That's how I feel about most of my skills in life. It's like, you know, yeah, I, 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 I'm, for I'm, sure. I'm not, not really very good, but I can approximate what it would look like to yeah. almost be very good. I can pretend to be pretty good at yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It's what all actors do. <laughs> we just pretend to be really exactly. good at something. Yeah, for a brief that period of time. speaks to all of us. Yeah. That's it. I think that's a lovely argument. Um, he also has an amazing 14-song album that came out. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. even more exciting. Um, he had a 14-song album that came out called Old Brown Ears is Back. <laughs> Claire, I want that to be the title of your album when you make one. <laughs> I mean, truly, truly. And, and it shall be. Great. Um, it's fantastic. He has like moving songs on it. It's a little melancholic again, sexy. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> and he sings. He does a. He does like covers of other songs. He covers. Um, it's not easy being green, and, and it's, it's so, so moving. moving. And then again, it's like, like also Jim Henson, but it's like it, it has a different. It has a darkness to it when it's Ralph. Sure, it's not, he's lived a life, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah. Uh, and the last thing I want to do is my impression of Ralph that I've been working on since this morning. Great. So Can't wait. this is Ralph singing, uh, singing Rainbow Connection because it's the one. Ah, why are there so many songs about rainbows and what's on the other side? <laughs> Bravo. Rainbow Connection is such a beautiful song. <laughs> like, 
I don't know so how people beautiful. I don't know how people listen like, to Rainbow Connection and don't just fully weep when they yeah. hear it. It's so good. It's a good sentence. True story. We don't deserve the Muppets. No, we don't deserve. No, them. they're like dogs. We don't deserve that. Humans are trash. <laughs> like, Too good for this world. Yeah, hundred percent. One hundred percent. All right, AJ, do you want to go next? I'll, I'll go next out of respect. Yeah, well, I'm, try- Shauna, I'm trying to give Shauna as much time for, as possible for our to, guest to, because I know that our guest <laughs> has come with a encyclopedic notes, <laughs> um, and and as usual, <laughs> as usual, I have come armed with nothing but my brain, my big a brain. <laughs> now, um, so. When Natalie first told me that she was like, well, one of the topics is going to be Muppets, I responded almost with an instant knee-jerk reaction with my choice. And I was actually surprised that, um, that I was able to go with my first choice because I thought that it would be so popular that there might be at least two or three people that went for the same Muppet. Now... I'll tell you what. Dr. Teeth, I almost did Dr. Teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Now I I went, I, I, like Claire, also decided to go with um, one of the originals. But, you know, um, I I don't know if he was like one of the original originals. No, how could you know? But, no, I couldn't know because Could, again, I didn't. I didn't why, research. Why I only based it on, the internet? on what I know, what <laughs> what my experiences are. And I tell you what. And many times in my own professional life, I have been um, forced to, or by circumstance, been put in the position of being a sky kind of MC of things, whether it's fundraisers or uh, you know introducing shows or plays that I've produced and. And, um, you know, I, I find that I frequently uh, embrace the role of the MC, but also am slightly terrified of it and very frequently end up putting my foot deeply down my throat and saying vaguely inappropriate jokes and things that I shouldn't have said that I then immediately regret upon walking off stage. And this is a Muppet that I feel is very much in the same vein. This Muppet is, you know... It's not Kermit. I'll just say right off the bat because like Kermit does act as kind of a a uh, representative MC, master of ceremonies for a lot of Muppet events. But Kermit generally is like he's like the put upon MC. But he's flawless. Yes. Yeah. Well, he's Kermit. He's he keeps his cool. I mean, he he gets he gets kind of like frazzled by some of the other idiotic characters that always you know will come in and kind of you know shake him up. But Kermit alt. Yeah, with the arms in the air. But ultimately, Kermit, at the end of the day, will remain dapper, will remain refined, will remain cool. The Muppet that I am uh, kind of in league with and, and, and feel a sense of kinship with is definitely a Muppet that doesn't handle himself well and probably is the type of Muppet that has a panic attack in the corner uh, if things go bad. And that Muppet I'm talking about is Gonzo. So, my pick is yes. So, so my yes, my pick. My pick is Gonzo the Great, um, the Muppet that, uh, as we all know, and there was a whole movie based on it. Like we don't know what the hell he is. 
right? <laughs> Kermit is a frog. Piggy is a pig. Fozzie's a bear. Yeah. Rolf is a dog. Skeeter, no one really knows, but Gonzo. <laughs> yeah, what's Gonzo? Gonzo doesn't. I think Skeeter's just like a weird human. Human. Yeah, I, I agree. Skeeter's a, is a human with with some with some you know odd features, but um, Gonzo is definitely an alien. Well, I think that I believe that the great. Well, there was there was Muppets from Space, which was like kind of the movie about Gonzo's origin. I think it answered the question that he was an alien. But I mean, prior to that film, Gonzo was just like in a lot of the films, he's labeled as just a whatever. Like I do know that there's jokes of like when like Gonzo would like like go. There was one movie where Gonzo's in a box and next to Kermit, and it's and next to maybe like Rizzo, and it's labeled like frogs, rats, whatever. So, <laughs> I, I, you know, I definitely think that, um, you know, Gonzo's indefinability is um, part, one of his central charms. And I'll just say that, like, Gonzo reminds me of a, of an old Catskills comic. You know, uh, like, he's definitely... He's definitely there for humor uh, that that does or doesn't always land, that maybe is, you know, again, like I said, if, if any Muppet were to kind of, like, put their foot in their mouth or, like, say something and then immediately regret it, like, I feel like that's very much Gonzo. And, of course, Gonzo is brilliant when he is paired up with his MC partner, Rizzo the rat. Mm. Like if I could, if I could, I'm, if I could pick a pair of Muppets, it would absolutely be Gonzo and Rizzo because <laughs> they go so well together, as first evidenced by a Muppet Christmas Carol, in which we have Gonzo playing Charles Dickens and Rizzo playing Rizzo the rat. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, you know, so I just, yeah, so it's like Gonzo's got that, 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 that schmaltz, that, that bad Catskill, you know, old Jewish comic kind of vibe to him. He reminds me of like Mel Brooks. If Mel Brooks were a Muppet, he might be Gonzo. I, you know, so, and he's an alien, you know, he's, he's, he's an enigma. All right. Just like you. And that's, yeah, something that I have, I was once called an enigma. By an older woman, and I wasn't sure if it was a come on, if it was a uh, trying to feel me out. I don't know what was going on, but she looked at me with wine-stained lips and said, Hey, Jalegra, you are an enigma. (laughs) And I think I have identified with the enigmas thereafter for the last 15 years of my life. And um, and so for that reason, I believe that Gonzo is the enigma of Muppets. He is um, funny, not always intentionally. And he has some, like, he, he loves chickens and he has some weird hobbies, you know, and he likes, like, trying to do acts, you He's know. Like oh, romantically involved with chickens. Yes. He's always a little bothered by that. Yes. <laughs> His, okay, all right. It's a little weird. It's uh, a little blue. There's... <laughs> Well, and, and and like Gonzo, you know, there are there are problematic parts of us all. You know, there are problematic things, and maybe the chickens is something that is vaguely inappropriate. And maybe in time we will look back and think, 
I mean, you can't you can't help who you love. You can. You love. You, you love the, who, the heart. The, the heart, heart wants what the it heart wants. wants. Absolutely. As we all learned from Game of Thrones. <laughs> yes. You can't help when you want to love your twin sister. <laughs> right. And so if Gonzo wants to love the chickens, then I believe he needs to <laughs> let you know l- l- let love happen. Um, <laughs> But I don't think that anyone can really make an argument. <laughs> in, in the original Muppet movie... Yes, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, in the original Muppet movie, there is, they do, he does say that he's married to Camilla, the chicken. Oh, now, well, that changes things. his wife. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, that, they seem monogamous. Well... <laughs> You know, I like that. What he he represents a kind of progressive interspecies love. I mean, yeah. and um, what you know, the far right has always been terrified. Exactly. Of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gonzo in all in, in every amount of his essence represents really what the far right conservative American party is is fearful of, and so for that reason, I embrace him further. And he's blue. And he's blue. I fully forgot that her name was Camilla. Sure. <laughs> Is Gonzo supposed to be like the the fantasy life of Prince Charles? <laughs> Gonzo, yeah. I really hope so. I really hope this is all one big metaphor. For yeah, Prince for Prince Charles, Charles and, and his Camilla. yeah, and Camilla. Which Muppet would then be poor Diana? <laughs> I don't know. Someone sad and pale. <laughs> Janice. <laughs> Janice. <laughs> Anyway, that's it. I mean, that's it. My, my like, for you really? My 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 argument. My argument is relatively brief. Uh, you know, uh, Gonzo is brilliant in uh, all of the Muppet movies that he is in. He's uh, he's never the star except for in Muppets from Space, which I'll be honest wasn't mm, a really great Muppet movie in my opinion. It was entertaining enough, but like Gon- Gonzo is best like myself when playing second fiddle to someone, you know, sure. and being the character actor. You don't want to watch a, a, a whole story about Gonzo. You want Gonzo to comment on the story from the side. I thought you were going to say in small doses. In small doses. Well, you know, quite frankly, you know, I think listeners of the podcast can attest, you know, <laughs> when is AJ Lager the best? In small doses. So, you know, very much the same with Gonzo. So that that's my Muppet and I'm sticking to him. That's great. I think he's great. I love Gonzo. Um, I'm when, glad we went on this deep journey. When I was a kid, I was really confused about whether or not Gonzo and Grover were related because oh. they seemed like a very similar situation. Sure, sure, sure. Child. Yeah, Grover just doesn't have the nose, right? Well, like you had yeah, Gonzo yeah, has no penis nose. Correct. Yes, yeah. Gonzo has the penis nose, which is called the beak. Sometimes you know, it's like a bird thing. Grover has a, a bulbous. Grover has a bulbous nose. Grover does have like a purple bulbous nose, and then there's also the Cookie Monster distant cousin, which oh. has no nose. No nose. No nose on Cookie Monster. Just mouth for eating cookies. No nose. Yes. Only cookies. Yes, uh, and eyes that go in two different directions. Sure. Well, the cookies. Yes. Um. Interesting. I wonder what the noses mean. I hope it's not something. Some commentary on Jewish people. Well, I, I, I you know, I, I, well, in the attempt to avoid putting my foot in my mouth, I was going to say, it reminds me of an old Catskills comic. I think the inference is there. Sure. But I don't think that that's the oh. uh, the nose. I don't think that the what nose a god's own thing to do, AJ. I, exactly, exactly. I actually. What? Go ahead, Sean. I actually think that. 
Oh, I was going to say, I actually think that Gonzo's nose is a penis. Because oh, interesting. Here's the thing. I didn't, want, I didn't want to research this because I don't really want to know this. I'm just are looking at some... erotica. <laughs> I'm Gonzo and chicken. Just Muppet erotica. <laughs> All your research. <laughs> but, but there, so there are jokes in the movies that... I think subtly imply that it's a penis. Like there is the scene in the Great Muppet Caper where um, these fashion models get on an elevator, and Gonzo is like, "Oh yeah!" His nose gets caught in the elevator doors, and when he pulls it out, it's like turned up. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's. You can argue that no, his nose was just smushed in the elevator. Yeah, but for the kid, you can argue that, but. There's also a really weird shot in um, Muppets from Space where it's like from behind and he's looking up and you know he has the eyeballs on the top of his head. Mm-hmm. You can kind of use your imagination what that what that looks like. Oh, <laughs> interesting. I think that Shauna is attempting to find a penis where there is none. <laughs> That's just me personally. I think that Shauna and her. I, don't think it, so. I think I that Shauna's proclivity to finding penises where there may or may not be any. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't think it's. A, I, well, we just. We'll have to ask okay, Camilla. The Muppet I mean, Show yeah. colon sex and violence. That's true. All right. All right. This and, is, and in Natalie's intro, they, it's, a, it's described as a burlesque company. Yeah. That's true. It is, it is, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like, if there were like, if there were, uh, you know, a, a human burlesque show or even a Muppet burlesque show, like, who would you want as the host? Gonzo. Kermit is not hosting that. It's too. It's too. It's too risque. <laughs> Gonzo is the host of that. Yeah, probably. All right. Yeah, I guess. Shauna, it's your turn now. You have to talk. You ready? Are you excited? Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous. Very nervous. You should be. Um, this is very important yeah. work we're my doing. <laughs> my Muppet that I... That I feel like I'm giving like an oral report. Just think of it as like... your the last time I had to do something like Just this. like think of it like a <laughs> tiny TED Talk. Like that's all it is. It's just that doesn't help. It's that important, is all I'm saying, too. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, telling someone that they're giving a TED talk isn't exactly the most comforting. It's that them. important. So go. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, I did do a lot of research. Um, so I'm going to really important Muppet facts, but no. So. Um, when Natalie, when you asked me about you know doing doing this, you first asked me if I have strong opinions on the Muppets, to which I answered yes. But then when you answered, when you asked me after that, do I have like who do I think is the best Muppet? I don't actually feel like I have a super strong opinion on that. I have a very strong opinion on what the best Muppet movie is, and that's The Great Muppet Caper. Yeah. Okay, so, anyway. Well, I don't know. Muppet Christmas Carol is a perfect piece of cinema. So <laughs> we might have to argue about that. But. Yeah. That's another episode. Yeah. So. Um, but so I had a really hard time picking who I thought was the best Muppet. And I actually uh, think I've already lost the argument because my favorite Muppet is also Ralph. Oh! Uh, but I didn't pick him. I didn't actually, it wasn't that he was my first choice and I couldn't pick him. I just, 
wasn't convinced he's the best Muppet. Mm. Now that I know that he's other people's favorite Muppets, like maybe he actually is, you know? Um, But I did have a gut feeling about who the best Muppet is. And um, I'm not revealing my choice just yet. (laughs) I'm on the edge of my seat. And it was based on you know, we, we, we kind of talked about having gut feelings about it. And I think I realized that more so than opinions about the Muppets, I have a lot of feelings about them. Yeah. And I think it's because, you know, I was born in 1980 and I grew up with a lot of Muppets. And even though the Muppets were introduced before then, I did in my research find out that in 1985, Playhouse Video, which was, I guess, was some kind of distribution company, released 10 video compilations of The Muppet Show. Mm. And I used to watch those all the time. So I didn't know, I couldn't remember, like, why did I watch The Muppet Show? Like, what was it on? But that's what it was. It was those videos, and I watched it obsessively. Um, Muppet Babies were yeah. um, aired from 1984 to 1991, and they were just, like, a huge phenomenon. Everybody, that was the Saturday morning cartoons, everybody got up and watched them. That was like the proto like Lego movies that just remake existing movies as Legos, but like Muppet Babies was like it's the Muppets, but they're babies. Who knows? Yeah, why. just don't worry. About <laughs> <laughs> um, so so yeah, so like I have a lot of just very like nostalgic feelings towards the Muppets. They were like a huge part of my childhood. I also watched. Um, even though I think the best movie is The Great Muppet Keeper, which I've seen a million times, I probably watched The Muppets Taking Manhattan more than any other movie I've ever watched in my life. I just watched it obsessively. So I kind of had to pick a Muppet. I felt like I had to pick a Muppet that played a, a, a larger role in those movies and um, also that wasn't just funny to me as an adult because I still like The Muppets, but that felt like something that was... You know, I loved Rolf as a kid because I loved dogs, but it just, I just felt like the best Muppet had to like encompass all of this. You were so are, are also probably drawn to Rolf's inherent sexual energy. I mm. have a real problem. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I want to hug Rolf. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. That's as far as I want to go. <laughs> okay. Fair um, enough. Do we Peter, Peter on the other hand. I would like to hug very much and um, also hang out with. And uh, so I picked Fozzie. Oh, Waka Waka! That's what everybody knows Waka Waka Waka. Um, So I don't know if I'm going on for too long already, but. You're crushing it. Okay, so. (laughs) So Fozzie is a creation of Frank Oz, who I think we should talk about for a second. Um, Frank Oz also did Miss Piggy, Animal, Sam Eagle, Cookie Monster, Bert, Rover, and Yoda. And one arm of Ralph. Oh, and one and one arm of Ralph. Lest we forget. <laughs> <laughs> he um he also directed a lot of movies. I don't know if you guys know this, but he direct he directed the Muppets Take Manhattan. He also directed Dirty Rotten Scandals, Little Shop of Horrors, In and Out, and What About Bob? Yeah, yes. In and oh, Out, my favorite film. And you love What About Bob? Good lord! I love What About Bob. So <laughs> what about Bob? Going with the Frank Oz character, it just had to be. I mean, I love Jim Henson too, but um, so 
What? So I'm going to skip. I was. I had a lot of other stuff I was going to talk about, but I do think because AJ, you brought up with Gonzo the idea of the cat skills. So. Um, Fozzie, so Frank Oz, his father was Polish Jewish. Frank Oz was actually born in England and they moved to the US in 1951. And um, he created Fozzie sort of as an homage to his father's Jewish heritage oh. in, the, in after the Borscht Belt comedians. Oh! oh. He, he really does. So, my the core of my argument is that without Fozzie as this Borscht Belt style comedian, you don't have the sort of like structure and humor of the Muppets. Like he is kind of that like centerpiece to like the the comedy of the Muppets. He also was sort of even though he was a comedian, he was sort of like the straight man to you know Statler and Waldorf mm-hmm. and those guys. <laughs> I also identify with those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, old man. And so he, you know, he he really kind of set that up. And um, something that I thought was interesting, he really evolved a lot as a character. So when when he first came out as this sort of like very bad failing comedian, it was very cringy and not very, it wasn't, he wasn't that sort of sweet, endearing character that we all know and love. And so they did... um, transformed him. They gradually transformed him by building up the positive aspects of his personality. Um, he also had a physical makeover where he, he they made him a brighter orange and less dopey. Oh, glow up for fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he, um, <laughs> he was just, I think he was just a really like sweet and endearing character. He, um, he also played the piano. I was going to say, have you yeah. seen the sketch where Fozzie, um, Fozzie's like playing the piano with Ralph and Ralph is like, you're really good at that. Maybe you should think about playing the piano instead of making all those jokes. And Fozzie's like, but I love comedy. I can't leave comedy. But it's very sweet. And Ralph is just like, okay, go ahead, bear. It's wonderful. Can I, can I, can I make a guess? It's a joke. I've always thought this. Do you know who I believe is the human form of Fozzie? Seth Rogen. <laughs> Richard Kind. Oh, Richard Kind. Yeah. Oh, Richard Kind yeah, is okay. like is the human form of Fozzie. But yeah, that's probably accurate. Okay, I just wanted to put that out there. That's probably true. I love Richard Kind. <laughs> I, I love Richard Kind. Yeah, he's great. What a treasure. He's great. <laughs> but his like his 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 eternal optimism in the landing of the bad joke sure. is something that varies Richard Kind to me. I sure. don't know. Yeah. Go on, Sean. I just wanted to put yeah. that pointless point in there. <laughs> no, I think that's that's a good point. I think he, you know, I think he is just just in that he is relatable and in, in a very like human way. You know, he failure is always relatable. Yeah, exactly. He, and Frank Oz actually described him as desperately insecure, but I think I I think that really I think that he's really just you know, trying his best. He really wants to be a comedian. He's very, he has a lot of anxiety. He's very nervous. And he's also, key point, I think, is that he is a very sincere and loyal friend. Yeah. He's Kermit's best friend. He's great friends with with Rolf as well. Um, You know, in The Muppets Take Manhattan, he tries to go live amongst his bears and hibernate, but he just misses his friends too much. And I think... 
especially right now, we can all relate to that. Bring it home. Yeah. But not in 2021, man. Um, We're living our best lives here in the future. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 20... oh. <laughs> That's right. We're, We're in 2021. We forgot. We forgot. We forgot. It doesn't matter. We're in the... It's all going to be trash. We're in, in the future. Um, he also, like, he looks like a teddy bear. Like, his fur looks kind of matted and old. And then, and sometimes he carries around his own teddy bear. He's just, like, so sweet. And he's also so funny. Even, like, he, his jokes are terrible, like, in The Muppet Show, when he's supposed to be a bad comedian. But in the movies, he really kind of, like, lands some good ones, I think. So. Yeah. He has kind of that, like, you know, in... Um in The Wizard of Oz, where, like, the scarecrow always comes up with the ideas, even though he has no brain. Like, Fozzie definitely has that quality of, like, he's not funny, but he's the funniest part. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's that's my pick. And he's just, he's so, just that he's integral, he's so recognizable, I mean, they all are, but that he, I think he's just, like, a very central character to the Muppets. I think and that lovable to adults and children. I think that that's a very strong point. I, I, you know what? I have to say, and credit where it's due. I think Shauna makes a very solid point about Fozzie's sense of humor that Boris felt comedy being integral to the Muppets' existence. Period. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I, I like I mean, all of I this. Think, I think <laughs> we can all agree that no Muppet is trash except for Oscar the Grouch, who is objectively trash. Literal trash. And happy with it. He's literal trash. so happy about it, though. He's living well, his... Well, I mean, is he happy? What is happiness for a Grouch? I don't know. As a Grouch, anger. I'm pretty happy when I'm miserable. Yeah, <laughs> ang- anger and misery, I think, is, I think is the, the joy of, equivalent. kind of where I'm happiest when I'm just real cranky. <laughs> So maybe I don't know. Um, okay, yeah. can I ask? I a, can I ask one quick fun question? One quick fun question. I'm going to ask one. Is it a real? Is yes, it, it's okay. a real question. Okay. It's based in. It, well, it's based in opinion. Okay. Okay. Who is a popular human figure that you believe is Muppet-like or would make a great Muppet? James Bartel. <laughs> James Bartell. <laughs> but that's just a personal friend that nobody in the That's a personal friend. Well, with several of the listeners, you know, we have tens of listeners. So tens. They, 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 some Dozens. of them might know James Bartell. Maybe. I think everybody present would be a wonderful Muppet. I agree. Oh, that's not I that's, agree with that. I think nice. we're all very Muppet like. Yeah. And my dog. <laughs> and me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the <laughs> dogs. <laughs> Like, if, if Rolf and Yoda had a baby. Sure. <laughs> if Rolf and baby Yoda had a baby. Yeah, that would be Mabel. That would be Mabel. Yeah. Mabel. I'm trying to think of a famous person, I think, that's like a Muppet. Who do you think is a Muppet? Anthony Fauci. <laughs> Anthony Fauci is kind of like a Muppet. Anthony Fauci. Anthony <laughs> Fauci. Look, if you can imagine right now, just close your eyes and picture with me. It, orange felt, wide mouth. No, like Doctor, like Doctor Bunsen. No, no actual eyes on the Muppet. Just a pair of like thin rectangular glasses, and uh, always standing behind a podium with <laughs> yeah. his head, with his head kind of veering from side to side. Yeah, you can't really see his bottom half. I've never seen his legs. Exactly. So to me, that like, and, and maybe that yeah, is why I think of Fauci as a Muppet. One of those arms. I agree. I agree. Doctor Fauci is kind of like a Muppet. Yes. Yeah, I think that's it. I think we solved it. And I think I think I, it's interesting 
that none of us picked a Sesame Street Muppet because I always sort of think of them in separate categories. So do I. I don't, I don't think of them as being Muppets. Isn't that weird? <laughs> like, yeah, no, I, I agree. Same. I don't think of for some reason I just don't think of them as like, being Muppets. Different episodes. Have there have there ever been a crossover episode where like Sesame Street met the Muppets? Shit. I, they make cameos. I was like, cameos, I was like, yeah, I know they like go. Oh. Yeah, I know they have guest stars and stuff. My God. Um. Um. My que- my my one um, inane question at the end is which episode? Like, what is the 1970s or 80s celebrity episode of The Muppet Show that you remember the most? Oh, God. Mine is Linda Ronstadt. Oh, my God. Too. Yeah. I, I think that might so be we're my... we're just the same person. <laughs> I think my... I, I, El, did Elton John had a memorable... Uh, John Denver, of course. Oh. John Denver on John The Muppets. Denver John Denver on The Muppets is quite touching. Yeah. I don't know. I think that... I don't remember. John Denver and Rolf's version of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas is. Yes. It's almost too much. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's almost too much. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh. Yeah. These are all great. The Muppets are very lovely. They're just joy. So. Personified. Or apparently sex and violence personified. Yeah. I mean, that's what they're going for. Who knew? Both things can elicit joy. This is, this is a good episode. You got you got Rolf, Gonzo, and Fozzie, and I, you know, and and then and and Pepe the Prawn and Pepe the Prawn as a fourth edition. <laughs> but you know, I none of these are none of these are trash choices in no. my opinion. And I think they're off the I think they're off the beaten path choices also because we didn't do you know no one picked Kermit, no, pick no one picked Piggy, yeah. no one picked any of the like big money maker. My second choice was Sweetums because Sweetums is incredible. Sure. Wait yeah. a second. Who's Sweetums? I'm, I'm having a hard time. He's the like giant one. Who's like, wait for me. Oh, like, oh, oh, oh yes. Oh, I didn't know. I guess I didn't know that was his name. But yes, yes, yes. Of course, yes. That giant. Yes, he's he's a he like Gonzo is a creature of indeterminate species. <laughs> yes, correct. Um, yes, and yeah. he's just a human in a silly suit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As we all are, just humans in silly suits. Um, yeah, well, this was great. We're Good job, everyone. Down here. <laughs> exactly. Good job, everyone. This is delightful. Shauna, thank you for joining us for this uh, episode. You did great. You didn't. You didn't do anything embarrassing or weird. Shauna, so it was job. an excellent debut. Oh, <laughs> excellent debut. Yes, I, I think Shauna should come back. I mean, her 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 commitment to to taking trivial topics quite seriously is really, admirable. It's really what this it's is really all about. It's really what this show is about. It's really not trivial. No, yes. exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. Thanks. is very valuable here. It is. It is when you care. Um, yeah. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. Go watch a Muppet episode. They're very nice and lovely. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Your Opinion is Trash is produced by no one. Edited by Matt Jackson with graphic design from Matt Phelan and original music by Kay the Beast. Please subscribe, like, and rate us on all podcast platforms and join our Patreon for more nonsense. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.